the hard shoulder. With Nissan. Number one for petrol in Ireland. Number one for electric. Nissan. Innovation that excites. This is News Talk. Well, it's one of my favourite times of the week when the man of the broken heart, but now mended, joins us to talk about the week in music. First up, take a listen to this. That apparently is surf guitar music and... It's called Miserloo. Tell me all about it. Is is that now Pulp Fiction? Or yeah, what? it featured very heavily in Pulp Fiction. It's probably what made it most famous to this generation because Quentin Tarantino moved it, uh, used it in that brilliant film and his use of it was sensational. But it's by a guy called Dick Dale who sadly passed away this week and it was a huge hit back in 1962. He was actually on the Ed Sullivan show the same way the Beatles were on it and after, after that became an overnight And sensation. he got a guitar and invented that music. He had come from a Lebanese background and he was bringing in kind of Lebanese-influenced guitar music or, or music in general. And then his parents had moved to America but not to California and then he'd moved to California and he was blown away by the beach culture of California. The so beach he, culture? Yeah, it was it was very big, the kind of late 50s into the Santa 60s. Santa Monica? Yeah, very wealthy, well-to-do guys in, and girls in, in hot rod cars, living on the beach, like surfing. Like ba- Baywatch? Yeah, very much like that, into their bodies, very fit. Right. Um, real, uh, and it was seen as kind of the, the ultimate lifestyle. Don't have that in Curacao, really. But I, I, get the vibe. No, I get the vibe. I get the vibe. Yeah. Beach in in Kalini also <laughs> oh. not really the same. Well, thing I've been either. speaking to Kenny about that. But yeah, anyway, carry well, on. Yeah. Still reports going on about it, so he hasn't stopped. But so them, this yes. what, what were we doing? Sixties? Yeah, early sixties, around nineteen sixty-two. So he. He was kind of trying to incorporate this Lebanese. Now, he really wanted to write music that would become synonymous with surfing. He wanted to write a soundtrack to that. And around the Miserloo time, uh, and one or, one or two others is when he really clicked into gear. And people like the Beach Boys, when they started writing their classic, you know, surf's up type of music or Surfing USA, they were just really basing it on his style. So it became this genre. There were loads of bands in this surf uh, style of music. Is, is there a kind of, you get a regular guitar, right? Yeah. And then you put electric uh, current into it. it. Is is that is that what really was the point of difference here? Well, because I don't you think you could it. do that with a regular. No, it's how you. No, you couldn't. You need yeah. amplification. It's how you play it though. That entire piece, for instance, is played on one string. Which one most, string? Yeah, one string. Most musicians would poo-poo that and say it's not real music. But he made it sound amazing, and he made it sound that kind of Eastern influence to it, almost a Greek influence right. to it. Uh, it just it puts you in mind of a beach. And it put you in mind of outdoor Well, anyway, excitement. poor Dick, he passed away. He passed away. He'd lived a long life. Uh, he often said... I wonder if it's anything to Jim Dale. I knew a fellow in Enniscorthy, Jim Dale. He had an old shop. And he, shop. he lived to be about 104. Was he used he a to always for him. This was back in the 70s. Had he a surfboard? And he was hard of hearing. And right. he was very... De- I wonder, is Dick Dale anything to Jim? Well, but anyway. that would explain the hard of hearing. <laughs> his, his brother was a very loud guitar player. That would... So so it. so so um he he's he's American he's yeah. a Californian and they're 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 celebrating well, they're kind of celebrating his he's life. Just I I think Pulp Fiction put him back on the map and people really thought it was a sensational piece of music and it features in the in the film so brilliantly as well. He and there's no vocals with it really. None, it's just on no. standalone. Absolutely yeah. Okay. And he said he wanted to die on stage in an explosion of body parts. 
I don't think he quite got his wish. Right. But he's still playing up to very recently. Right, right. So it brings us back to the era of the Beach Boys, Jan and Dean, the Hunters. Yeah, all those kind of harmonies. And it just, I think at the time as they were selling the American dream to people in the early 60s, it was the physical embodiment of that dream to go to California. All right. Well, our sympathies to the the Dale family. Uh, Now, your album of the week, Tom. Okay, that was Red Bull and Hennessy, Sounds Like a Plan, and it's the latest album from Jenny Lewis. Yes. And it's called On the Line, and Tom likes... I wonder if that's anything to Jeff Lewis. He used to... He he rode... He rode both the Derby and the Oaks in the same year at Epsom. Wow. The winner. Oh, he's a great jockey. Right. He's a great jockey. How is his he used hearing? to ride for for Henry Cecil and that. So is, is Jenny I'd Lewis? Say it is unlikely. Is she again? <laughs> we're going to California. She's oh, from California right. her whole life. She was actually a child star. Um, I think from the the age of of three or four, she was a star. And she was a star up to the age of 19. She gave it up at 19 to go into music. But you know, she made so much money as a child star that her mother started to invest it for her and started to do things with it. And it led, tragically, to her mother becoming a drug addict to the point where oh. Jenny had to get out of the house. It was so bad. So her, money, her mother was spending the money. So what is it you like about On The Line? She has a way with words that I would compare with Elvis Costello. She has a withering turn of phrase which I find hugely entertaining and I, I satire writes, or what oh it just she, she juxtaposes things that just make you go where did she get that idea so she's from? a singer songwriter singer songwriter great storyteller tells these amazing stories in her songs about growing up there's one of the last time going to Paris and kind of coming of age and you're just drawn into this world you always are I, I, Elvis Costello will be one of my absolute heroes I would have him as probably one of the greatest lyricists of the 20th century okay. so if you're comparing her to him uh, is the highest praise I can throw in her direction. And I think she's been solo now for the last five years. She was in a great band called Rallo Kylie that I loved. Solo for about five years. And I, I just think she's much less well-known than she should be. And I hope this album is going to make a difference because guess who's playing drums on this album? Ringo Starr, no less. Ringo Starr. He said try and mention the Beatles. Yeah, Tom. yeah. No, but is he and still on the go? He is still on the go. I thought he had gone on to his eternal rewards. We do a lot of two, old bit pieces. So no, he's one of the two remaining Beatles. Uh, and 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 uh, uh, you like it? Yeah. Um, you know. Capitol Records I've been to LA and I saw the original Capitol Records the little tower building it's at yeah. the end of the street it's Very quite, famous quite, yeah, where it the is. Beach Boys yeah, were I didn't now pay the $10 to go into the tour but no, well yeah. that's what it was but I saw, right. it, I, I saw it from the bus tour well she's All on right. that Jim well, Keltner is also on the album it's a big thumbs up Jenny Lewis on the line Great it's songs. Tom's thing and the track Red Bull and Hennessy is a, is, a, is a catcher straight away let's move to Tom's gig of the week Sounds quite poppy for good, you. It? Yeah, it is good. Yep. Like you, you're against pop music. I'm not against pop music. I know, Tom. I, I share a car with my children, and they turn the radio to spin. They turn you off. They put on spin. <laughs> turn off that man, daddy. They well, say. they're right to. And they're I'm right going to spin, to. and I like everything they. So play, this is Sharon Von Enten is coming Sharon to Vicker Street yeah. on Saturday. Van, yeah, Van I, who? Van Etten. Van Etten. And, yeah, I she entered Denise Van Outen. 
I wouldn't say so. No, as they have no. different second names. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> the looks are similar. <laughs> yeah, to a degree. They're both, both women. So tell um, us about the Sharon. Right, I think she's a woman who's having a moment at the moment. She's come to 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 fame via kind of circuitous path. Her previous albums were good, but but this album is sensational. I don't know what's been going on over the course of the last few years, but she's an actress. She's on TV. She has other kind of careers, but. This one, this one, her kind of music career is snapping into focus. But is she doing a European tour? She is, and that track, I think, is going to be one of the tracks of the year. I think it's really brilliant. It's it's it's, it's quite new different, yeah. yeah, to the rest of the album. And it's funny, but she was on uh, late night with Jimmy Fallon two nights ago, yeah, and she did one of the other tracks, and she's kind of changed that track to be more like that one. It's kind of like she's realised this in your face. She's from New Jersey. She is, yeah, and uh, very talented. And she's on. I think she's going to be huge this year. The gig in Vicar Street sold out a long time ago, but I think it's going to be the gig people are talking about right. over the weekend. So I'm kind of telling people about it, even though they can't get to it. Right, no, but it's 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 definitely, she's, she, 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 I'm Mark surprised this, you're not doing a second night. Mark this space for, I'd say right. she's too busy to do a second night. I'd say she's right. in London tomorrow night. Okay. And then okay. on to Holland and wherever else. All right, now your tip of the week is about a TV show. Yes. Tell me, it's about Alan Partridge. Yes. A little bit of TV gold has just arrived on our screens. It arrived on St. Patrick's Day as well, which yeah. It can, I, can I say this? We actually time. played a clip of it on the Tonight Show, a fantastic Virgin yes. Media One production at eleven. I've heard about it. And 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 Matt was raving about this and insisted the production team that we played this, yeah. and they had Alan Partridge kind of uh, there as the pres- co-presenter yes. thing, and then the guest was Alan Partridge, yes. and he burst into song "The Men Behind the Wire." Yes, and do you know what? And then he changed the song, and I was totally bewildered. Like they only played about ten seconds of the clip, and I, I actually didn't get it. Like I think I, people find Alan Partridge quite funny. Yes, hilariously funny. Um, it's it's discomfort. Humor. People have compared me being serious to him being funny. I, I mean, like, yeah, no, I understand exactly where they're coming from. I <laughs> yes, can see I'm that. Bewildered by yes. it. Yes, and that's he. He has this discomfort, which The Office made very, very famous years later. But it's you're cringing and you're laughing. That's the thing. But to put it on to BBC on St. Patrick's Day, there was a fake Ian Paisley account where he was demanding the BBC apologies. I didn't realise it was fake and I thought it was great. Uh, <laughs> I, I love the idea. It was idea. a wind-up, yeah. I love the idea of him. Being so ju- just sell this to me because we are going to play a clip of it. Just, just yeah, sell he, it to he me. He goes on. Um, so is this, he has a weekly series, does yeah, he? he? Has, just now, the, the, the bigger story is that he has returned to TV after an absence of about 20 years. Right. He's delighted He used to be, to be kind back. of based in Norwich That's as, right. a, his career, as a DJ. His career career had gone I actually nowhere. didn't get it the first uh, time around. It's like his, Father Ted, I don't get it. His career was a total failure and he was now, he'd gone from primetime BBC to a dead of the night show on Norwich. Right, right. right. At Radio Norwich. Morning Matters at one point was the, end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> right. And he, he was, he's a bitter man and he's constantly pitching things at the BBC to try and get him back on TV where right. he deserves to be. Right. So in this one, he finally gets back on B, the BBC. He sends a note to all of, he sends an email to an all user email to everyone at the BBC and people who've done him down he's yes. back yeah. I always said I would be back <laughs> <laughs> you know, tune in and see why I'm so good yes. that kind of stuff and he's terrible so in the middle of this somebody in- introduces a doppelganger of him and says do you know there's a man in Sligo looks just like you and then he, the man in Sligo keeps saying to him sure I don't even know who you are <laughs> right okay and then, then he launches into the most inappropriate politically incorrect songs that you can play on a primetime TV show right. on the BBC you know, there's only one way to finish this music slot it's Alan Partridge himself come out you black and tan come and fight me like a man show your wife how you won medals down in plan 
Tanks and guns came to take away our sons But every man should stand behind the men behind the wire Come on, Simon! Now, because the tanks and guns 